This podcast contains strong language and graphic depictions of criminal offenses. This episode includes discussions of murder and assault that some people may find offensive. Listener discretion is advised. All crimes discussed in today's episode are alleged, and all parties involved in this story are considered innocent until proven guilty in a court of law. Any theories and opinions put forward by myself or my co-hosts are simply conjecture and should not be taken as fact. This is part two in a two-part series on this case. If you haven't yet, go back and check out our feed for the first episode before listening to the update. Thank you, and please enjoy the episode. This episode is being recorded on June 20th, 2020. Our previous episode on this case was recorded on May 16th, 2020. This episode includes important updates to the story we covered in episode five from our first season titled The Disappearance of Tylee and JJ. We We will be releasing that episode as well as this update on the same day. If you haven't yet, check out our first episode on this case so that it is easier to follow along with this new information. With that said, let's get on with the intros. Dude, that's like super recent, like four days you said? Okay, you're supposed to say your name now. Oh, I was still reacting to the game. I was still saying my name. Jeez. Wait, what about four days? <laughs> Did you say that was like four days ago? That like the new No, we're, we're recording this today, but information that I'm giving you came out yesterday. <gasps> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is like it was like very recent. Okay. Cheese. I like cheese. <laughs> cheese is great. Uh-huh. <laughs> my name is Josiah. Hey, I'm Hannah. Elijah Williams. What? what? David. David. <laughs> hey guys, it's Sarah. My name is Evan. And I'm your host, Tanner Azanero, aka The Odd One. quick recap of the overall case that we discussed in our previous episode. This will be the bare minimum of details for a refresher in an extremely complex case with lots of names and events to remember. So if you haven't listened to episode 5 from this season yet, now is the time to do so. If you're all caught up, let's recall the story so far. November 26, 2019, Rexburg, Idaho. Police conduct a welfare check at the Daybell residence to make sure young 7-year-old JJ and 17-year-old Tylee are fine. Lori and Chad Daybell claimed the children were out of town with family. When the police could not confirm this with the information Lori and Chad gave them, they returned the next day with a search warrant only to find that Lori and Chad left town without a word. Upon further investigation, police discovered that many other strange occurrences had led up to the children's disappearance. Lori's brother Alex had shot and killed her previous husband, Charles Vallow, in an alleged self-defense. Around this time, Tammy Daybell, Chad Daybell's previous wife before Lori, had died in her 40s from what was initially ruled natural causes. Police are now investigating this death as mysterious. 
Alex Cox, Lori's brother, was found dead of natural causes due to health complications shortly after these events. With no sign of Tylee and JJ, Lori and Chad Daybell were discovered to be living in Hawaii together. Lori was eventually arrested on multiple charges and is currently being held in jail in Rexburg, Idaho. Investigation into correspondence between Lori, Chad, and other individuals revealed that Chad Daybell, being a religious doomsday author, had been pushing his extreme beliefs onto Lori and she had been taking them to heart. All of the people who had died around this cult-like couple had been mentioned as being zombies by Chad and Lori at some point, meaning they were being possessed by a demon, according to them. Our last episode left off with the unsettling thought that these insane beliefs could be the cause behind Tylee and JJ's disappearance. Does anyone have any questions about this case before I tell you the new information? Yes. Uh, Is this the one where like the woman was thought to be alive, but she was impersonating? Nope. No. no. That's Very, that's a different one. Yeah, okay. totally different case. That's what I thought. I just wanted to make sure yeah. my brain was combined. No, this is the one with like the weird cult family where like it's a bunch like of people were dying. Telepathy here, girl? Here, I'm going to tell David, you. Yes. David, David said the, the husband's. husband's. The, picture yeah. tree or whatever. I'm going to send you that and again everyone? right now, except I this one tells you. you. Oh, oh you God. sent it? Okay, this one says who's dead. Oh, oh. that might be helpful. Yeah, that's helpful. Um, so half the list. <laughs> yeah, literally half the list has like red light, red writing over it. Am I, <clears throat> am I correct in saying that um, they had said, they were quoted or like heard saying that uh, JJ and Tylee were um, zombies, zombies themselves? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, so, this is taking so, long. so Lori is in prison. Lori is currently in jail on one million dollar bond. Okay. Oh my. But nobody no. But like the thing right now is like she's in prison, but they still don't know where the kids are. Right. Okay. Right. Got it. All right. It should be sending now. Got yeah. It. There we go. Yep, got there it. you go. So you guys Money. can see. Dead, dead, dead. Shot. Yep. <laughs> I realized I forgot to put Charles Vallow's name, but he's the bottom uh, adult who is dead. Uh, that's her husband before Chad Daybell. Mm-hmm. He was killed by Alex, her mm-hmm. brother. So Brandon was just shot at? He wasn't killed? Yes, he was shot at. Yeah. Got you. Okay. The quotes used in this update are from the 11-page affidavit that was unsealed yesterday as of the time of this recording, June 20th, 2020. Leading up to the children's disappearance, Lori had been telling her cousin Melanie Gibb that JJ and Tylee had become zombies. Quote, Gibb was on the phone with Lori and heard Lori call Tylee a zombie, to which Tylee responded, Not me, Mom. This arose out of Lori requiring Tylee to babysit JJ, and Tylee did not want to. Lori Vallow also told Gibb that Tylee had turned into a zombie when she was 12 or 13, which was approximately the same time Tylee had become, quote, difficult to deal with, end quote. (laughs) Lori told Gibb that JJ had become a zombie, and Lori pointed out behaviors such as sitting still and watching TV, claiming JJ said he loved Satan, and an increased vocabulary as evidence that JJ was now a zombie. Gibb observed JJ's behavior and felt it to be the same as she had always observed it. Melanie Gibb was told by Lori that Chad's teaching said that once a person becomes a zombie, quote, death of the physical body is seen as the mechanism by which the body's original spirit can be released, end quote. Lori had said that her and Chad's mission was to rid the world of zombies. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 
And again, uh, Tylee is 17, JJ is 7 years old. And she's saying he's a zombie because he sits still when he watches TV. That's crazy. Yeah. Lori is saying that? Yes, Lori. I know a yeah. lot of zombies. I may have even been one <laughs> at a 7-year-old. We were zombies Boy. today. <laughs> yeah, we're playing a zombie game. Last of Us 2, by the way. Great game. Alex Cox. To the developers list. Alex Cox, Lori's brother, and the one suspected of making an attempt on Brandon Boudreaux's and Tammy Daybell's life, had his location records on his phone searched by the FBI, yielding some important information. Quote, On Monday, September 9th, from 12 a.m. to 12.44 a.m., Cox's phone was located at his apartment. However, at 2.42 a.m. to 3.37 a.m., Cox is located again at Lori's apartment, where Lori lived with Tylee and JJ. This is significant not only because he is there in the middle of the night, but also because this is the only time in September he appears to go over to Lori's between midnight and 6 a.m. End quote. Alex Cox returned to his own apartment at 4.37 a.m. At 9.21 a.m., he was located at Chad Daybell's property until 11.39 a.m. He then went to a Del Taco in Rexburg and spent the rest of the day at his apartment. That same day, at 11.53 a.m., Chad Daybell sent this text message to his wife at the time, Tammy Daybell. Quote, Well, I've had an interesting morning. I felt I should burn all of the limb debris by the fire pit before it got too soaked in the coming storms. While I did so, I spotted a big raccoon along the fence. I hurried and got my gun, and he was still walking along. I got close enough that one shot did the trick. He is now in our pet cemetery. Fun times. The limb debris? Pet cemetery? Yeah, our pet cemetery. This pet cemetery was located east of a barn on Chad Daybell's property. On June 9th, 2020, police carried out a search warrant for the Daybell property and began digging in the location of this pet cemetery. Quote, Members of the FBI removed the top layer of sod. Underneath the layer of sod were several large, flat rocks. The rocks were removed and two pieces of flat paneling were found. The paneling was removed and investigators exposed a round object covered in black plastic. Upon exposing the round object covered in black plastic, a strong odor was noticed. An FBI member used a small, sharp instrument and made a small incision in the plastic and a layer of white plastic was observed. An incision was made into the white layer of plastic, exposing what appeared to be human remains. Uh. The crown of a head covered in light brown hair. Uh. FBI recovered two dead bodies from the burial site at Chad Daybell's residence. A few days later, they confirmed that these were the bodies of 17-year-old Tylee Ryan and 7-year-old J.J. Vallow. J.J.'s body was wrapped in tight black plastic secured by duct tape. Tylee had been dismembered and burned. A cause of death for both children is unclear. As police conducted their search, Chad Daybell watched from afar in an SUV attempting to drive away at the time that the FBI discovered JJ's body. He was arrested a mile away from his home. Both Chad and Lori Daybell are currently being held in jail on $1 million bail each. Until further charges are brought to Lori and Chad and their eventual trials are held, that is the tragic story so far. 
JJ and Tylee were innocent children who stood no chance against the small cult that Chad had turned their family into. Chad Daybell has claimed that the world will end on July 22, 2020. With all the despair and pain he has caused to others to serve his own demented beliefs, I hope that his arrest felt like the end of his own world and sick plans. And if not, he will surely feel his own end when the world continues on well past July 22nd. And that is the tragic story thus far of Tylee and JJ. Hey, Chad, I hope you know what they do to child killers in jail. It's not pretty. I, yeah, I hope he rots. Uh, also, God. also, I hate to say this, I'm like so not surprised that they were dead. Yeah. As soon as you, yeah. as soon as you like left off uh, a couple of weeks ago, whenever we recorded like the first part of this story, I was like, that's it. They did. Like I was, I was hoping they were alive, but I didn't feel like they were. Yeah, they you always were, gotta have hope. And if but they it's were just... alive, it would have been. Not good. Not good. Like, yeah, it exactly. Would have been, it would have been like they found them like in the nick of time kind of thing. I feel because I just when you have people in your life that are like responsible for you that are kind of just that deranged at that point. I don't know. It's it's creepy. Like cult stuff is is creepy, and I don't like. Ugh. What city was this again? Rexburg, Idaho. And they don't know who killed the kids. They just so they just say they don't know how the kids died. They found JJ wrapped up in plastic, but Tylee was dismembered and like set on fire. Um, say, did you say he was like scalped? What What was the like when no, like just no, the they, crown they found the crown? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, they like found it up. they found the head first oh, okay, when they gotcha, opened gotcha, it up. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. In, so I mean, you have to imagine that Lori, these children's mother had some part in well what it seems like with the phone records of her brother alex is that he showed up in the middle of the night uh that one september night uh like killed them or something uh because he then brought them right to the spot where they were found on chad's property and i'm pretty sure this is before um this is before chad and Lori got married because he texted his wife Tammy that same day which is also concerning because he texts his wife saying I felt I should burn all of the limb debris by the fire pit before it got too soaked by the coming storms like what the fuck are you talking about there and does that like Tammy is also a victim in this because it seems like she's been killed they haven't released her um, autopsy yet um, so we still don't know. They just assume at first it was ruled natural causes, but then when all this crazy stuff started happening, they exhumed right. her body. Um, but I'm not sure if that means that Tammy is, was like involved somehow. I have no idea if, so Chad David also has a bunch of adult children also. Um, they've never really been brought up in the story at all. Um, they seem to be pretty appalled by everything. Their family has made statements about how disgusted and saddened they are by uh, Tylee and JJ's death. But um, yeah, I'm not sure what that means about Tammy. And, and we don't, I don't know anything, so I don't want to like speak ill. Yeah. Uh, but it does raise questions when he's texting her about burning limb debris. Right. And it's like, are you talking about like animals that you're hunting? And what are you fucking talking about, dude? Um, but also, like, Lori had to be at. Her home with yeah. her kids. Yeah, so she would have given the, night the kids that her to brother, Alex. Yeah. So, w- 
Yep. I I feel like what's weird about all of this is like everybody is like so normal looking and in all these pictures that we have here they're all just smiling and it's like you literally could pass them in the grocery store and just be like just another normal human yeah, but it's I know like a lot no of people they who look exactly like Lori. Yeah, and literally one of my best friends like childhood best friend's father looks like Chad and it's like it's weird to think that like these people that just look so normal and Average relatable Joe's. that it's like they killed their children yeah. and, and are part of this weird cult that's like the world's gonna end in July right and it's just I don't know it's so unsettling just to see them here smiling where it's like if you just saw a picture of them you'd be like oh it's a happy dude or you know whatever yeah. it's oh, it's horrible yeah is there like any did he like elaborate on his world ending claim or no like- so i only know that from other people who talked to chad telling the media that that's what he told them so I, i'll say i don't have that quote directly from chad I, anywhere there's, there's been like countless people before him claiming yeah. they right. know when the world is ending right. and then it's always wrong and then they either usually say oh i messed up it's actually this day or they commit suicide yeah. Or yeah. you just never speak again. Or or you just never hear from him again. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, it's like, oops, my bad. That makes me I look mean, dumb. Yeah. He'll just be in prison on July 23rd. Yeah. And I'll and say at this point, as far as I can tell, uh, murder charges have not been brought against Lori or Chad. I think they're waiting to get more, like, all their ducks in a row because yeah. it's like, did Alex it, kill them the at the command so of, yeah. of... But would that not have been, like... I don't know. Like they, they. I can't remember exactly what they to that murder then, I can't remember know? exactly what they arrested him for. I know Lori's not in prison. She's in prison for like contempt of court, child abandonment, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Right. Um, I mean, but, a million dollar bail. Then they just are like, we're holding you here until we can hold you for longer. Right. And yeah. and Lori tried to get <laughs> her bail because her bail used to be five mil, and she tried to get it reduced to like four hundred thousand, so she could probably get out. Um, uh, but the judge denied it. He lowered it to uh, to one mil. Uh, wouldn't take it any lower than that. Why? Um, I'm not sure. I have no idea it's why. But obvious, obviously, they can't afford it for just yeah. Lori. So I, I'm not super concerned about them getting out. Uh, but they are 100 for, per fucking cent of flight risk. <laughs> There's no way they aren't. The second the police came knocking on their door, like, where are your kids? They fucking ran away to Hawaii for a honeymoon. And tried to act like nothing was wrong. Yeah, they're pretty bad at yeah. doing that. <laughs> yeah. So, sadly, that's where the story is at right now. Most of that. So, I've known for like a week and a half that Tylee and JJ were dead. Um, oh. Yeah. That's been that's been out there for a while. Um, well, a while. Like a week and a half. Um, but literally all the specifics came out like yesterday. Like 20 hours ago. Mm. Uh, all my sources came from for Ouch. this. So, yeah, pretty rough. I'm um, interested to see how the trials go and, like, what evidence is revealed and all that. Yeah, I'll say for this podcast, it is likely that this will be the last time we discuss it um, because I don't see, now that we're in, like, trial phase and, you know, charges and everything, it'll probably be really slow. And it probably won't be until verdicts are given that you know, more pertinent information and the real nitty gritty that we would want to talk about is released. So it's likely that we probably won't be talking about this case again. However, uh, never say never. So uh, if there is important updates, we will be back uh, to inform you guys. 
Um, but thank you guys for keeping updated with this case. We're going to release this episode. Well, you already know you've listened to it, but it's coming out the same day as our first episode so that it's all uh, one big package together of information. Um, and if there are any more major updates, I will be sure to update you guys over microphones and everything. So, yeah, sad story. Uh, a personal from me to you, uh, Chad and Lori. Uh, fuck you. So I'll say that. I'll, I'll take that on me. I would, uh, second it. I would third. <laughs> I'll make an official statement. <laughs> yeah, official statement from me, Tanner Resonero. MLA uh, format. But fuck you, yeah. yeah times and Romans, size 12 font. Fuck yeah, bigger uh, size fourteen font. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks so much, so guys, for uh, keeping updated with this story through us, and we will see you next week for our next episode. Love y'all. Bye.